0: It's time for another episode of Mainly Modifieds, where ground pounders and northeast speed freaks come to get their radio fix on. Let's join the Race Chaser media crew in the studio.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of Mainly Modifieds as uh, we kick off another podcast and uh, man I am excited. I've got some uh, news on Smart Modified Tour happenings, a couple of more shows scheduled, uh, one for this weekend, one for next. We've got uh, news about that, we've got uh, entries Pouring in for the the next two shows on the tour, um, some uh, different things going on with that. We'll get to all that in due course, but uh, want to first uh, get to our feature interview for this week, and... Uh, I am really fortunate to have Brandon Ward with us and uh, really enjoy talking to to drivers who have been around a while, especially in the South, because uh, happy to see the upsurge in modified racing again in the South. Brandon, welcome to the show. Happy to have you here. Uh, And first of all, um, get us caught up for those who may not uh, have been able to follow you. What have you been doing this year racing wise? Well, not as much as we
2: had wanted to. Yeah. Um, as I'm sure a lot of teams have, um, you know, have been through and battling the same issues. But, uh, you know, so far this year, the only thing we have raced uh, is the modified car. Um, unfortunately, we didn't get to do anything at Bowman Gray Stadium or any tour right. races earlier this year. Um, but we have been able to attend uh, a few races, if, or yeah, three races now at Franklin County and an A Speedway event. So pretty much this year, just been focusing on trying to to race you know anywhere we can as much as we can we've been in the process of uh you know sort of restructuring some things and redoing and and, and building a new car so we we've had a lot of stuff going on as as our team um just haven't been able to race quite as much this year as what we had hoped
1: tell us a little bit uh if you if you can elaborate a little bit on what's changed for you as far as your uh team and and kind of the way that you're doing things Uh, i know that you're working with new day motorsports quite a bit
2: Yes, yes. Um, so everything is run under New Day Motorsports um, that you know Jeff Day has had going for several years now. Yeah. And uh, you know we partnered partnered several years ago with Kevin Powell. Um, <clears throat> so Jeff and Kevin have had this New Day program going for a long time, and this year we've actually partnered with Daryl and Nikki Jones. Um, so we we basically brought you know a couple race cars that they had into the fleet over the winter time and spent a lot of time and effort just regrouping and restructuring for this year. Um, we're in the process of building a brand new tour car at the moment nice. and a new super model. So had a lot of things going on with that. And, um, you know, we were geared up. That was our plan was, was to race, um, to race modifieds full time this year, uh, primarily at Bowman Gray stadium, then running some tour races that, um, that we could make around that schedule um, but when, when, you know, with, with, with the pandemic and everything going on this year that's happened, you know, obviously Bowman Gray Stadium didn't get the opportunity right. to open. Yep. So yep. we were able to race once at Ace Speedway, and now uh, this past weekend, we, you know, we, we ran the third race that they had at Franklin County. Uh, we were not able to make the very first Smart Tour race, but we're getting geared up to try to run some of the Smart Tour races for the remainder of this year. Um, so, so, you know, we've, just, we've had a lot going on and, you know, very thankful that we've been able to race at all this year and, um, you know, hopefully be able to, um, you know, to race as much as we can throughout the remainder of this season.
1: Well, the Tour, I know, as uh, Smart Tour has two races uh, scheduled this coming weekend at uh, Carraway and then the following weekend at Florence Motor Speedway. So are you planning to run either or both of those then?
2: Yes, we are planning to race at Florence. We uh, we do not have our new car quite finished yet, which we had hoped to have that done. But just um, we don't have the new tour car done. So actually, what we're doing is we're taking the car that we just won in Saturday night at Franklin yeah. County, yeah, and we're say. converting it over, and you know, getting the you know, getting it set up for uh, the 15 inch wheels and tires. And we're going to take that car and uh, go to Florence on the 17th. That is our plan.
1: Okay. All right. So you will not be at Caraway this weekend, but we'll be at Florence next weekend. Uh, yes, sir. That'll be uh, great to, to have you there. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Franklin County because, as you say, you've run there a few times this year and picked up the win uh, on Saturday night. Talk a little bit about, uh, first of all, um, modifieds at franklin county talk about uh, running that track with uh, the modifieds and and then talk about uh, saturday a little bit and uh, and your winning evening
2: well you know first off um this i i actually got to go to franklin county for the first time this year which is great for me because it seems like i don't i don't get the opportunity to go to a lot of racetracks anymore for the first time so right. there's been several divisions i've raced in that that either had been to franklin county in the past or had races scheduled that ended up didn't happen and so so it just never worked out for me to go there so it's been outstanding to be able to go to a new facility and and somewhere with as much history as franklin county speedway and you know langley and those guys are doing a great job up there and really appreciate the chance that they have given us to go up there and race and um, man, it's just, to me, it's a really fun racetrack. It's, you know, it's older, it's older. Um, it, it's, it's pretty rough, high bank fast. I mean, um, it just, to me, it really fits these modified cars really well, it puts on a good show.
1: Now uh, that track, obviously, has been around as you say—a much older track. It's been around for years and years, and really a lot of the tracks that uh, we see the modifieds on traditionally here in the South have been around for a while. Uh, obviously, tracks like Caraway and and uh, you know Hickory and in places like that where we've been used to seeing the the modifieds run. Now, um, you know, Florence will be a little bit of a different um, situation for the modifieds because I don't. I don't think that they've had an awful lot of recent history at Florence. And uh, again, a track under new management, um, you know, and and really a track that I think is going to be a very very important track and and a very uh, kind of big sort of track in terms of uh, scope of events and such uh, going forward. Um, So what do you anticipate with the Modifieds running there?
2: I think it'll be a really good show. You know, very thankful once again that Steve Zacharias and his staff is having um, having the modifies to come there. I know he's really working hard to get, you know, get the program at Florence kicked off, um, you know, under his management. Yeah. And it's actually been several years since I've been to Florence. It was back in my UARA days, back in 2006. Okay. Was the last time that I actually raced at Florence. So. Um, you know a lot of a lot different layout than what we see at Franklin County or even Caraway. probably you go to right. Florence I mean obviously it's, it's the typical you know older pavement um, you know and, and it's it's flatter you know pretty wide corners uh, the most interesting thing probably about Florence is the fact that it doesn't have a wall around the outside of the corners or down, down the back straightaway ah. so that's something that's you know, a lot different from, you know, a lot of the tracks we race at around here, but I'm yeah. looking forward to it. I think it'll, I think it'll be a great show. Um, I think you'll see some good racing with these modified cars down there.
1: Should be interesting. Uh, of course, modified's uh, NASCAR's oldest <coughs> division and, in, in, uh you know, one of the oldest divisions in short track racing period. And, and what a, a, a tremendous history here in the South. I mean, I grew up as a kid in the seventies up North and, and as I have said on this show in the past, um, you know the modifieds. I mean, I grew up in Oswego with super modifieds, but we would run right. the sportsman three, four times a year, and so and and of course we had had them running all over the state and the region up there. But I would just be, um, you know, just be mystified by guys like Satch Worley and Paul Radford, and you know some of the guys that would come from down here up there. Um, just great reverence uh, from all of us that were, were up north, and then, of course, to come down here and um, be able to now watch some of the guys um, and, and kind of, uh, you know, I, I know Burt Myers is not a new guy, and neither are you, but to me you are uh, for the last 10 right. years or so, right? So um, be able to see, you know, the, the best of the south. Um, you know, talk a little bit about uh, what kind of got you started in racing and, and, uh, talk about the whole perspective of modifieds from, you know, from your, uh, experiences over the years.
2: Well, you know, I got my start in racing, um, go-kart racing, actually, when I was eight years old and, and, and raced go-karts all, all up and down the East coast until I was 16. Um, you know, <clears throat> same like back then you, you had to be 16 to yeah. make the transition into yep. any, any race car. So it was a lot different back, back then than it is now. Um, we had to wait till a little bit later to make that move out of go-kart racing. Um, so anyhow, I came right out of go-kart racing into what was the NASCAR goodies dash series. Oh, wow. Um, So, um, you know, basically got my start and for several years, um, you know, primarily ran stock cars. So we went to the goodies dash series. And then from there on to some late model stock cars and the UARA series, and then on to the Hooters pro cup series and some K and N races and, uh, you know, when I was running in the Hooters Pro Cup Series, I got the chance to drive a modified for David Penix, um, who fielded cars for Jay Hedgecock back in, you know, right, back okay. in the earlier years as well. Um, so, got the chance to sort of get my start modified racing in in David's car. Um, ran a few races that year. Um, kind of just dabbled around a little bit with the modified stuff for a while. For three or four years, when I wasn't racing other stuff, um, you know, I was running the Pro Cup cars or the UARA cars full time, and just I, I always loved the modifieds, and and you know was wanting to be able to drive one one day. So when David gave me the opportunity to drive that car f- uh, for him, you know, immediately I loved the cars and 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 wanted the chance to one day uh, be able to race some more. Uh, then when I, when I came to New Day Motorsports um, to drive for them, originally it was a Super Late model car yes. okay. in the past South Series. Um, that's, that's how I got my start with Jeff and everyone at New Day. After I had been there for a couple of years, uh, Jeff and Kevin, uh, Jeff and Kevin Powell partnered up. At that point in time, Kevin had a couple modified cars and was racing himself at Bowman Gray Stadium. And that's how I really got the chance to get back going in a modified. And, and, you know, at that point, I was able to drive Kevin's car at the stadium some, still racing the Supers, was able to drive Brian Fishwell's car, the 44 car, on, on some of the NASCAR wheels Southern Modified Tour races, still just kind of running limited modified okay. stuff. And then uh, back four or five years ago, um just, you know, some sponsorship opportunities, you know, through through Kevin Powell Motorsports, Foothill Ford, and Q104. Uh, we put together the program to run all the races that year at, um, at Bowman Gray Stadium and, uh, you know, had a really good season. We, we won a race and won Rookie of the Year, and then that kind of just just, you know, sort of brought us forward, and we just kept on with the modified program um built a car started running some of the um the calmer races with will spa that transitioned over to the smrs races and from that point forward we just kept building on our modified program and you know obviously some things have changed along the way yeah but it's just kind of turned into the modifieds is, is where we sort of found our home at new day motorsports for the last few years and um you know through Bowman Gray Stadium and the tour races and 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 pretty much we able to make a full-time effort out of it.
1: Well, it's uh it's definitely I think a a great time for the modifieds in the south right now with the smart tour making its return uh to prominence here and and kind of getting some um I guess I told somebody the other day. It's kind of like uh, these are spring training uh, races uh, that are going <laughs> so, yeah. on this year. You know, just trying to everybody's trying to kind of get the get the band together and get and uh, get the rhythm and um, you know figure out how to do it all the best way, and then uh, you, you come out you know for twenty one and do it do it right. Um, yep, and that's what I feel like is kind of going on right now. Uh, you know, the the first one got. Th- put together in about 10 days and then um these two came up pretty quickly um from one to the other you know one was one was sort of put to bed then the next one happened really fast on top of it so you had back-to-back weeks now and um not sure that there's probably going to be a lot more behind it maybe one more but um you know it's getting late in the season but i think um the, the the Smart Tour really, I think, fills a need that uh, obviously it fills a void that was left when NASCAR ditched the South and just kind of took everything back up north. And, um, you know, now I think the Smart Tour has the chance to really uh, to come back to prominence and take take hold here. And I think um, I think people in the South seem to love modifieds. And, and uh, you know, this could be an opportunity for a little bit of a renaissance for that division in this part of the country.
2: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think I think there's definitely a, a big fan base and a big a big uh, following for modifies in the South, and uh, you know, obviously there is in the Northeast sure. as well. Yep. Um, and and I think the Smart Tour, you know, what we're hoping for is it's kind of just a, a, a new spark, a new start down here. I feel like that the the modifies they've had a they've had several years now with a really good program going on at Bowman Gray Stadium. And over the last few years they just the the, the touring part in the south, it, it just needed a little bit of work. It's been good. It's not been yep. terrible. It just it just needed a little bit of work to try to make some things come together and hopefully that's what's gonna happen with the smart tour and it's gonna be a good program for, you know, not only the race teams and the racers but but the racetracks as well and the fans and um you know, hopefully be able to bring back a, a good division that um that can go to some, some new racetracks and put on good shows in front of the fans and uh, kind of give the the whole group of modified uh, racers in the south some new interest and new things to look forward to. And, you know, it has been a little bit of a struggle this year to try to get this program oh, put sure. together. There's been, um, obviously, a lot of obstacles that we know that they've been battling to try to get um, races scheduled. And, and I think they've done a great job so far to try oh, to agree. get some things off the ground and Um, and and at least moving so that, you know, if they can get four or five races completed this year, it sort of gives them a little bit of a foundation to stand on. And and I really think with that being said that moving forward to 2021, I think not only the Smart Tour can be better prepared, but us as race teams can be better prepared to move forward and to be ready to – you know, to tackle it and and have several teams ready to go out and um and race hard for a championship next year.
1: Well, I agree a hundred percent. I mean, it, it you know it takes a few races when you know you have a new group of people and you know it's still um it, it's kind of okay. Well, you you do this, no, you do this, no, you do this, and you know what am I going to do? How do you want to you know and 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 I think you know the race teams too are kind of you know it 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 takes a little while to kind of get that consistency and get everybody uh, situated where they're going to be and um you know certainly these races this is you know really what that's all about is just uh, kind of getting everybody comfortable and making sure the communications what it needs to be and developing some consistency in the rules and you know how they're going to do things and what the shows are going to look like and you know all that stuff that that, ha- that has to happen to to put on a, a race show and then you come out in 21 and i mean i I feel like, um, I know I'm hearing a lot of interest, uh, in the division from different tracks. And I, I would like to think that those that are in charge of that piece of it are hearing the same things. And so, you know, I have the feeling that, um, it's going to be a pretty big first full season for, for the tour. And, you know, I feel like if, if that can happen and if it, If it looks good and it works well and and everybody's having a good time, I think that just brings more cars because I think there's a lot of interest in people to want to race Modifieds. But I think, you know, over the last few years anyway, I think it's, it's not been seen necessarily as... Um, And I don't want to use the word profitable necessarily in the sense that you're, you know, racing to make money off it. But just not as many races available and not quite as big a deal as, say, the, you know, the super late model tours and the late model tours that we have around. Um, So I feel like this is an opportunity for that to change a little bit and for the Modifieds to uh, climb a little closer to the top of the mountain here in the south as far as uh, being, you know, a premier division again.
2: Well I, I definitely think you're right and I, and I sure hope so. I think one of the the biggest obstacles um, that we as a race team face in racing is just the expense of it yeah. um mm-hmm. you know across for the board sure. it's you know it, it definitely costs these teams a lot of money to participate and to be able to put on a show for the fans and um, obviously it's it, it gets difficult it gets difficult to um, to figure out the best ways to, um, I'm not going to say control that, so right. to speak, but to 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 make it to where there's more teams that can afford to show up yeah. and race competitively. And I'm I'm hoping that, you know, that's what we can do with the Smart Tour is be able to, um, you know, to just to to figure out a way to to make it, you know, not only a fun series to run, but. To try to get it back to where it's a little bit more of an affordable program that that some of these teams right. can come and race with yep. some different engine packages and rule packages, um, to be able to build the car count up and not only get, you know, some, you know, the the biggest thing is to to not only get the teams that already have the modifies to where they can race the tour, but I'm really hoping that that we could even see some new teams be pulled into right. the Absolutely. the tour mod racing here in the south and even you know even have a program that that some guys from the northeast can come down when they have weekends off from up there and race down here so um you know I, I really think moving forward if um if some things fall in place and everything goes as as it looks like they're trying to make it go i think uh i think modified racing in the south in the south in 2021 could really um you know could really take a step forward
1: yeah i agree i mean i think if you look at uh kind of the current formula up north i mean you've got the tour of course but then you've got a couple of other series as well in new england that are doing very very well uh, right. up there um but then you have the the, the what what they call the sks in right. new england uh and you know they would call them sportsmen in new york um which is kind of the theater class and and i think right. you know if it could get to a point down here where you develop that sort of a, a scenario here and can have you know a way to sort of enter and get experience and then move up to the big class um you know that that would really put modified racing in a different situation because you've got you know obviously in the late models you've got your limiteds or, or now we've got the for the super lates, we've got a pro uh tour pro late model tour um, right. that's doing, I think a great job in its first year, uh, in a yes. very difficult climate to, to, to be yes. a first year series, um, for sure, absolutely. You know, and, uh, and so I think if you can create that, then you start, you know, you're, you're going to start getting some real interest again and you make it easier for people. Uh, to take the on-ramp and then, you know, build themselves up to uh, what would be, I think, the, you know, the smart tour. And, and, of course, you got the weekly racing at Bowman Gray already, and you do have, like, the 602 series. Um, so there, there there are some ways to kind of get your feet wet, but, um, you know, I, I think there's, I think the infrastructure, the infrastructure could be there. And certainly I think the interest is there. And I I think if the smart tour does it well and does their part, right, I think it will, uh, it will dramatically shift the landscape to where I think people will start really thinking about modifieds again, instead of naturally just thinking about late models first. Yeah,
2: I definitely think you're right. And, you know, in reference to the SK program up North, that's, that's something that I've really felt like for many years now, has helped tour mod racing Absolutely. a, a lot sure. of the racetracks yep. have a they have a weekly division you know yep. here in the south we've had we've got one racetrack that runs yes. tour tour type modified yep. which is bowman gray stadium and you know that that's great um you know a lot of the racers that run the tour come from over there but i think you know in the south it's been more late model stock in right or, or i should say in this region right Um, so when you've got a late model stock car and you've got a limited late model division, it's a lot easier for guys to move from the limited late model division up to a late model stock car. Um, you know, so that, that is something that in the South that I feel like there, there hasn't been as enough weekly open wheel or modified type racing to get, to give people the chance to say, have a feeder, a feeder class, a feeder division to move up from. Yep. Um, I do feel like the 602 mods have um, have been a good start towards helping that. Um, you know, I even hope that maybe introducing some different en- engine packages to the Smart Tour might even help some teams to be able to afford to go racing. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of taking a little bit of an approach like the, some like some of the super late model tours and even late model stock cars have done now. Um, you know, just, just any way that, that they can make it to where, you know, it's, it's a little easier or a little more affordable for someone to get started in the modified type racing. I think, um, you know, I think all those things are very important moving forward, um, you know, to, to just help the series grow. Um, but also to be able to keep the same guys and, you know, the, the, the same group that has built it to what it is in, you know, to what it is today – here racing as well, and, sure. and just be able to, to hopefully build on it as we go.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think there's a lot of conversation going on about some of those changes that you talked about in terms of the motors and the Smart Tour, and uh, uh, I know that uh, they were working on some of that. They've been working on some of that over the last couple of weeks, and I think, I think there are some things that are coming. Um, I don't want to... Uh, i don 't want to jump the gun on anything, right. but I think there are some things that are coming um that uh I think people will like and 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 again at this point you 're kind of experimenting a little bit to see what works and what doesn 't and I know even in the carolina pro uh, late model deal they they've they 've um you know, Keith Graham, who runs that series, that's kind of what he's used this year for is to, all right, let's, you know, let's open it up a little bit. Let's start with a, a variety of different engines or motor choices or whatever and the options and see kind of how things go and get some data that we can then sit down over the winter and say, okay, what's going to be best going forward? And, right. you know, I think you you could see some of that. um coming up in the next uh, couple of smart tour races too and i i don't think that's a bad thing right now i think trying to sort of you know explore some different options and opportunities like you said to make to get some different teams um involved that may uh you know may have certain engine packages already uh you know for like a late model or whatever and want to try them you know in the modifieds or whatever the situation i think that could be um, you know, that's not a bad thing while you're kind of in your startup phase or relaunch phase, uh, you know, right. and see how well, you have I to think, do it
2: going forward, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we could all agree that in a perfect world, it would be, you know, one engine, one carburetor, sure. one weight, same same for everybody, as, as we saw a lot of touring divisions in the past have a lot of success yep. with. But unfortunately, it seems like not just the modifieds, but, you know, when, when we open up and look into other divisions, it, it seems that a lot of different divisions have had to look towards different um, rule packages yep. and engine combinations and, and different things to try to keep the car counts up and to try to keep it as affordable as they can. And, you know, it, it also uh, brings about some, you know, some issues for the series. I mean, you have to be able to obviously keep up with it and, you know, keep keep things in order and keep the tech program going like it needs to. And also at the same point, keep it fair, you know, keep it to where these guys that already have the equipment they have, you know, you you don't want to isolate them or isolate those type of engines or whatever. So, you know, it's, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of effort that, that the series has to put into to make these kinds of things happen um, but I really do feel like you are correct. I think it, as we move forward, if they can get that, if they can get that worked out, um, I definitely think that you that you will see some good things coming um, for modified racing. Period. Not just here in the south. Right. Just you know, it's something that could be good for modifieds. Period across the board, and um, you know, hopefully that's going to be something that. That all gets worked out where we all have cars built again that we can actually run in more than one division or more than one racetrack.
1: Absolutely, that's that's exactly what you want. And I think uh, again, you know, in, in this day and age, I think uh, track promoters and series promoters are wise to not discourage uh, people from. Um, doing other things besides just their track or their series i think you you really want right. to make um, you you want to make it as easy as you can for as many cars from everywhere as as you know want to come and run to come and run because that's what obviously builds your fields and makes things interesting Absolutely. you know um so uh talk a little bit about uh, new day motorsports because obviously i know you're you know you're part of their team uh and and usually i wind up these interviews with who helps you make your racing happen and obviously new day is um probably your biggest uh supporter arguably uh, among others that you probably have so uh go ahead and 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 take it and run with it and talk about who helps you make it happen let's start with some detail on new day
2: oh yeah absolutely i mean it's um it it takes so much work and effort um by so many people to to make these uh make these race teams operate um today like they do and and we're very fortunate at new day motorsports to have um really good people and really good partners involved and um you know i've I've had the chance to be with them for several years now and um just just somewhat found a home here with these guys that I, i really enjoy racing with them and um, you know, we've had a lot, of, a lot of success, but we've had a lot of fun as well. And, um, you know, uh, as I said, Jeff Day and Kevin Powell have done an outstanding job with this program for, for many years now. And, and, and to now be able to, um, you know, to partner up with Daryl and Nikki Jones, it just adds so much depth to our program. Um, you know, we've brought Randy Armstrong on board to crew chief, uh, crew chief this deal now. And, and, you know, working with him has been outstanding. Um, you know, just, just the knowledge that he brings to the table and, and his work ethic is just, you know, it's it's incredible. Sure. Um, so, so having that group together here at New Day and, and just, you know, all the partners we have from Kevin Powell Motorsports and Foothill Ford and then KPMoto.com, uh precision-built spindle, and, and, of course, everyone at Q104 and the iHeartRadio uh, group for, for everything they do for us. And, you know, now bringing on, you know, Affordable Towing and Donna D. Stone, uh, Velocita and Brad Smith, those guys for, for all they do um, to help our program, Squeaky Clean Express, Safe Day, PME Engines, BST Shock Technology. I mean, there are just so many people that um, that really put a lot of effort into the whole program we have at new day motorsports and um you know we do we do a lot of work with crf fabrication and just you know all, all these guys they w- without them we we couldn't operate like we do and and, and we're just uh, as a group we're just very very fortunate to have you know to have so many good partners involved with new day
1: well certainly uh looking forward to seeing uh you on the track at florence So uh, what is your plan as far as the late model uh, part of it going forward and and into 2021 in general what are your what are your plans as far as you can uh, talk about them now well as of now um
2: we we basically plan to to you know kind of shift into 2021 with the same focus that we were going to have for 2020 um we uh, we are currently uh, building a new super late model car, but our our main focus will will be to race um, the modifieds full time. Um, our goals in 2021 is is to race full time at Bowman Gray Stadium and race over there for a championship. Okay. Uh, hopefully, to be able to run the modified tour uh, for a championship as well. Are you talking
1: about the smart tour? Um,
2: the smart tour, yep. yes, sir. Okay. Um, and and then also you know i guess kind of fill in where we can with the super late model car uh we don't have a definite plan as far as exactly how many races or where yet but we're hoping to be able to travel around some with the super late model and hit some of the bigger shows and some of the money races and um, you know we're really really putting some effort towards um you know focusing on starting the year off at speed weeks at new Smyrna maybe even having the tour Mod and the super down there. Oh, wow. Um, to race. So that's ambitious. You know, a lot, of, a lot of exciting things coming about with the program that, um, that we're really looking forward to. And, um, you know, hopefully, obviously a lot of things have to fall in place and, and go the, the right way for all this to happen. Um, but we've definitely been working very hard and trying to get some things in place, you know, to, to get that, to get that ball rolling towards 2021 and be able to make some of these things happen.
1: Well, Brandon, thank you for spending some time with us on mainly modifieds this week. And we look forward to seeing you at Florence uh, in a couple of weeks and uh, uh, talking some more. And we'll look forward to having you back on again sometime in the off season. We'll tell tell some more stories from uh, back in your early days.
2: Well, thank you very much, Tom. I really appreciate the opportunity to be here.
1: That's Brandon Ward. We're going to be back with more Mainly Modifieds right after these words.
0: Victory Custom Trailers
1: is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer.
0: They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at VictorCustomTrailers.com.
1: Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math or science person. No excuses. No problem. It's not rocket science. It's my computer career. Helping people start an IT career is their thing. If you don't absolutely love what you do, go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an information technology professional in as little as four months. Attend classes on campus or live online just two or three times a week to get what you'll need to start your new career. More than just a school, My Computer Career helps you get into the industry by working with hundreds of employers that hire their students. My computer career is nationally accredited and financially it is available for those who qualify, including the GI Bill. Classes start soon, so go take the career evaluation now at mycomputercareer.edu. Mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Welcome back to mainly modifieds. As we uh, continue with this week's podcast, we go from Brandon Ward, who's been around for a good bit now uh, in Southern modifieds and late models. We go to A driver who has not been around as long as Brandon Ward, and that is John Holloman. John is one of the younger uh, generation drivers and the driver who is uh, still actively trying to climb the ladder. And uh, John has been racing Modifieds here in recent times, and uh, I love the, the the number he's driving. We're going to talk to him about that. Uh, John, first of all, good to have you on the podcast. Now, you went to Franklin County Speedway in Virginia over the weekend for a Modified show, which I believe was the third show of the year that they've had there for the quote-unquote stadium Modifieds. Um Talk a little bit about uh, how your your day went at Franklin County. I you know you ended up with a really nice fourth-place finish.
0: Yeah, thanks for having me on, Tom. Uh, I've really enjoyed listening to the Modified podcast and getting to hear different guys from the south to the north. Uh, it's just a good variety of, of drivers on here and a lot of good information. Um, so if this is your first time tuning in, definitely come back. Uh, really something I enjoy hearing, hearing the other drivers talk about um, their experience at racetracks and things like that. Well, um, but, but to get to your question, yeah, we, uh, we went to Franklin County this weekend. I'd never even been there to watch a race, to be honest with you. So, I mean, totally brand new. We didn't go test or anything. I mean, when we rolled off the trailer Saturday, it was the first time that, you know, that car had ever been to the track. Wow. Yeah, so, you know, we had, we had a little learning curve to get over um, With me being new to the Modified Series um, Not only still learning the car But also, you know, going to a new track It's, um, it, it's been challenging Because we fought the same thing at Caraway for the Smart Tour Race But um, it, it went well, man Honestly, I really loved the track um, Pretty much a two-group track for the most part um, The very nice. first practice, there was no rubber on the bottom um, so everybody was kind of running middle groove, but as the day progressed, more rubber got laid down the bottom and you could, you could really just do whatever you needed to as far as how your car was handling. Um, so we had fun, man. We adjusted the car well and qualified fifth and, um, I believe we were running fourth with about 70, 80 laps in of a hundred lap race and a uh, caution came out and we decided to take tires and, from that point on, the car just got so tight. I felt like we had a lot better car than we showed the last twenty laps but um for some reason, the new tires just really tightened the car up mm. and we ended up riding out for a fourth place finish
1: well i mean when you when you look at it overall um now i've i've heard uh, a couple of guys say that the track is the track is old and has good character is the way I heard one guy describe it um, how did you find the track in terms of um was the surface bumpy is it old is it coarse how does how did you find the track to be to race on yeah i would
0: agree with that i mean it definitely has some character to it for sure um it is a little bumpy um not too bad though i mean it was kind of honestly it was kind of nice because in the middle of one and two right when you hit one of the bumps is right when i would know you know that's when i'm needing to throttle up oh okay <laughs> so you had a mark you know, so, some of these old racetracks have a way of talking to you <laughs> <laughs> that's a great way to put it um so but yeah i mean honestly I, I think my tire wear was worse at caraway i don't know if it was just i mean we were running different tires um at caraway for the smart tour oh okay so Maybe that had something to do with it but and maybe it was just a also a mixture of me getting better at saving my tires, too, because, you know, this is somewhat of a new thing to me, saving the modified tires. I did a little bit in K&N, but um, the modified tires are a different compound. You know, they're Hoosiers instead of, um, instead of good years, so it is a little bit different, but honestly, like, at lap 80, I came over the radio and told my guys, um, because there were, I believe James Savali was running third at the time, and he had pitted at lap 50 okay. and got tires, Yeah, and we had not got tires up to this point, and by lap 70, he was backing up to us, and we had no new tires. Ah, okay. So I had told my crew, I said, Man, I don't know if I've done a good job saving or if the guys ahead of us are worse than us, but <laughs> if we pick up at all when we put new tires on, they're going to be in trouble. But it just didn't pan out that way. But but I, I really I really loved the track, and I don't think it was too bad on tires, honestly.
1: Interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of the guys say they enjoy running there, uh, it, and and I know that Langley Austin does a really good job of promoting this stuff there. So that's interesting. Uh, the, the the description that you give of, of the track, and I feel like you're, you know, so much of your career, you you spent running the type of race where you know the green comes out you mash the gas and go until the checkered that that some of this stuff now like you said you had you know the experience in k&m which were longer races but does it still feel kind of counterintuitive to you to uh to manage equipment rather than sort of going for it from the start (laughs) and and especially i feel like in a modified that would be totally counterintuitive with all the
0: horsepower yeah, absolutely, and if any race car driver tells you it's not counterintuitive to not go as fast as he possibly can, I'm telling you, they're lying, and don't believe them. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. But but yeah, I mean, it is different. I mean, you know, I've I've run some long races in my career, um, you know, running with the K&N Series, and we've even had a few long races here and there at Bowman Gray, but Bowman Gray's so sticky and not abrasive. I mean, it's still got fairly new asphalt. You really don't have to worry about saving tires there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's still a fairly new concept for me. Um, I've had some experience in it, but obviously I'm, I'm still learning and, and getting better at it each time I go to some of these long races. And, I mean, man, I really enjoy it, to be honest
1: with you. It's just funny. Well, and, see, I would think you would because you're – your personality is a little more laid back than some others right it feels at least that's that it feels to me like that's the case like i could picture you being the type of driver that would would feel very comfortable with sort of managing the car and then at the end just exploding you know and and going to the front whereas it's it's been funny because over the years like the last number of years since i've been here in the carolinas you know you go watch modifieds and Like I I remember Spencer Davis, for example, running for hillbilly for a while. And, and every time Spencer would get in that car, he would charge that thing to the front in the first, you know, 20, 30 laps of the race. And it's just like I just kind of watch and go like Spencer, you know how this is gonna end? You know, <laughs> you're gonna run yourself out of right rear, and you're gonna, you know, it's like you've done this three times. Um, you know, it's and, and it's like you 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 kind of look at driver uh, the, the younger drivers like that that sort of want to just go go go, and it's like you want to have a shock collar yeah. so that you know when they when they get to when, they, when you think they're they're overdoing it, just like hit the it's like oh okay slow down. Um, you know, but uh, it's it's yep. funny to watch much because i feel like these kids and and i mean you're still young at 23 you guys get the modified and you have all this horsepower it's like you know i want to go i want to go i want to go so it just feels like it would be so hard to be restrained enough to um to make it through a race or a good portion of a race now um it it did did you it, you did you did pit? You said and took on tires at Franklin County. Was that a requirement, or did you choose to pit for the tires?
0: No, it was not a requirement. But okay, everybody was pitting. Um, they did. See, okay. Our, okay, our plan was all along we were going to change rear tires because ah, we okay. felt like there would be a caution, you know, with forty to go, and and rear tires usually take you know ten fifteen laps sure. before they get yep. where you need to be. Otherwise, you're crazy tight. Little did we know that the caution would come with 20 laps. Oh,
1: not enough time to break the tires in.
0: Right, right. So, yeah. you know, there by the time tires got heat in them and yeah. they got to where we needed them to be size-wise, we were, we were screwed up because – but and we couldn't just do right sides at that point either because we had already staggered it up for a right rear gotcha. and left rear. So we were kind of – we kind of put ourselves in a box in that one. But, you know, that's kind of a chance you had to take because if it works and you get a caution with 40 to go – you look like a genius, but well, sure, you know, yeah. it, it's just part of the strategy. And, and that's what I love about these long races that I haven't really gotten to to experience too much of, but I really enjoy playing the strategy and trying to have the best strategy out there yeah. and seeing it pay off in the end.
1: Now, would you have, would you have had to, would you, if, if, for example, at Franklin County, do you think you could have gotten away with running the entire race on one set of tires if you'd, thought about things differently or do you really feel like you needed that tire change in order to ultimately be successful oh i absolutely think we could have
0: stayed on the old tires i mean i would have rather had the track position to be honest with you yeah um but you know hindsight's 2020 20. sure it, you know which well, is we again are now then interesting we to definitely discuss stayed the, on the old tires because yeah i had I had great actually great grip with 80 laps on those tires and I was running pretty quick I mean I was running down third place and he already had a new
1: right ah okay yeah so again it's it's all part of the strategy do I do I keep these and just keep going or do I pit and if you know um, exactly yeah so you know all part of things you learn now um, you are not running the last two smart tour races of the year is that true that is correct okay um, we're we're gonna regroup a little bit and uh, really get prepared and
0: and ready to fire out the cannon for 2021 um uh, we had a good couple races um smart tour we finished sixth i believe we qualified i think we qualified seventh or eighth for the smart tour and yeah, finished somewhere. sixth and qualified fifth at franklin county and finished fourth so i mean you know we're showing we we can race better than we qualify which is important um and, and you know we're we're putting piecing together good finishes, um, not even putting scratches on the car, and really having a good showing for our sponsors and our team. And that's something good we want to we want to build on and, and carry into 2021 for sure. Now, do you like?
1: Uh, and I I wanted to kind of qualify whether you were going to race it caraway or not this this coming weekend with a smart tour but since you're not i can ask you this and you can kind of be objective about it um do you like the format that they used in the first race and now are going to use again in this race where you get a 99 lap feature event and um you know lap 30 becomes sort of the stage break if you will the competition caution that allows you can pit if you want or you don't have to but again adds that little element of strategy and then of course the last 69 um are you know the second stage um how do you like that format do you feel like that's a good format or would you would you like to see something a little different
0: yeah i do like it um because again it it puts in a lot of strategy um it's tough because if you go for the money and go for the stage win, you're going to use up a lot of tire to do that, and you're only 30 laps into a essentially a 100-lap a race. I mean, 99-lap race. Yeah, might as well be 100, right? Yeah. So, you know, it's hard, to, it's hard to gauge that because you can say, okay, well, I'm going to go out here and burn my tires up for the last 10 laps of the first stage, and I'm going to get this money, but then you're gonna have an absolute handful for the next twenty or thirty laps because right. there's no way you're gonna take your tire your right rear tire at lap thirty of a ninety nine lap race because then you're just you you're not even gonna have a chance to win the race at that point. So I do like it. I mean I really do because you really get to as a fan, you get to see this stuff unfold. As a driver, do I like it? It, it's one of those things that you're, you're just going to have to deal with yeah. But because your your head's constantly spinning. Do I want to take home the prize money? Do I want to set myself up better for the second stage? And I honestly don't think there's a good way to do both unless you just say, okay, I'm going to have a handful for 30 laps between lap 30 and
1: lap 60. That's interesting. Okay. Well, again, I think uh, what I just heard out of that is as a fan – that format really scrambles the driver's eggs a little bit to to the point where it probably gives us a much better chance of seeing more comers and goers all throughout the race.
0: Absolutely. And I think, you know, that's what the Tour has tried to fabricate with this, um, you know, adapting NASCAR's stage yeah. kind of deal. And honestly, I think it's working great. Um, I'm excited to see, you know, what happens at Caraway Saturday. Um, I believe the stage will implement some good race, and it'll keep fans uh, on their toes for the first 30 laps to see who takes home the cash.
1: Should be fun. And again, for those of you listening, uh, I said in the opening segment before we started talking with Brandon Ward that uh, lots of news from the Smart Tour. Well. Here are a couple of news items. First of all, race at uh, Caraway this coming weekend. It will be on the 10th, Saturday night. Uh, again, same thing as uh, we ran the first show, the Smart Modified Tour 99 uh, Lapper, 30 laps. And then after 30, um, the caution comes out. And uh, first, second, and third get money 300 for first, 200 for second, 100 for third and of course pit stops optional not required and then uh the green comes out again and uh we we go for the last 69 laps to complete the show um that is at caraway speedway same as uh the opening show was and then um in a couple of weeks on the 17th we uh we go to Florence Motor Speedway for the uh, the race there, and that also, I think, is a 99-lapper. I do not know for sure if the stages are going to be the same, uh, but I know it is going to be a 99-lap race, so it uh, should be a lot of fun to go to Florence Motor Speedway in South Carolina. If you don't know anything about Florence, uh, they have a website. Just go to FlorenceMotorSpeedway.com, Um And, uh, of course, uh, the Facebook page for the Smart Modified Tour is, well, Smart Modified Tour uh, on Facebook. And you can uh, get all the information. The entries have been pouring in and they're being posted as they come in for this coming weekend's race. um, Probably somewhere 14 to 16, maybe this weekend. And then over 20 expected at Florence uh, for the, uh, the race there on the 17th. And so uh, two big races, um, some new sponsors uh, that we'll be talking about on next week's show um, and uh, for the tour. And uh, we'll be carrying not only Carraway, but into Florence. And then, uh, of course, you know, Florence is going to be a big one. That's that's a show that uh, a lot of the drivers are keying on and uh, should be some new faces for that show as well, uh, you heard Brandon Ward say that uh, he won't make Caraway, but he is going to run Florence. So uh, should be very interesting to see how that all works out. And John, I know that um, you're not planning to race, but I'm sure uh, you're looking forward to, to uh, seeing what goes on, especially at Florence Motor Speedway for that show.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think it's a it's a great opportunity for the Smart Tour and and for Florence as well, because um, you know they're they're kind of just. Reviving themselves and getting some great things yeah. going. I know they had a they had a great late model race there. I believe it was last weekend. Yeah, they did. So I'm
1: excited yep. to see how the Modifieds roll out there. Yeah, the cars were uh, definitely um you know, making a, a, a really, really big appearance there and uh should be should be a lot of fun actually to to see where this goes for um you know for the uh the the smart tour at Florence. It's definitely a show that I think um everybody wants to be a part of and uh look forward to to uh, the results of that. We'll have more on that on next week's show. Uh John, before we let you go, uh, we never like to let our guests get away from us without giving them a chance to talk about who helps you all make it happen from week to week. So go ahead. Yeah, man, I appreciate that. First off, I want to
0: thank you guys for having me on this week. Uh, it's a pleasure to be on and be a guest. It's always, always fun talking with you, Tom. And, um, you know, most importantly, uh, I'd like to thank my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for uh, just allowing us to do what we do each and every day Uh to you know the stuff behind the scenes to get to get ready for the races and keeping us safe when we go out there and race. Um, it's uh you know racing's fun but you know um the most important thing is remembering what the most important thing is and that's, that's, yeah, that's the Lord Jesus Christ. Absolutely, and, uh, keeping yeah. our eyes on the big picture. Um, but I, I've got a few sponsors that, that have helped me out for years and been great partners for me. Uh, Midway Mobile Storage and uh, Mikasa Mexican Restaurant, R and R Automotive um scott stanley construction a lawn crew um just to name a few of the the people that have really been a, a vital part of us being able to get to the couple races we've been able to get to in 2020 and looking forward to hopefully getting them in victory lane in 2021
1: well certainly uh, looking forward to seeing how you do uh over the course of the 2021 season. And I know that uh, you got a lot of work ahead of you to get things the way that you want them for 21 with your operations. So uh, we wish you the best with all of that. And of course, we'll be in touch throughout the winter with you. That is John Holliman, And we'll be right back with more of Mainly Modifieds right after this. He wanted to be known for doing his best. You're right. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. Welcome back to Mainly Modifieds as we get set to uh, bring the show to a close. We do have two big races to tell you about, though, before we leave. And the first one is actually going to be at Florence this weekend. The Smart Chevrolet 99 is going to take place at the Florence Motor Speedway, and it should be a big show. Now, when we uh, talked with Brandon Ward, uh, that that was an interview that we actually did prior to, to this past weekend which was supposed to be the uh, 99 lapper at caraway and then that got postponed until next weekend so in current day here the uh, smart chevrolet 99 is actually the first of the two uh big races for the modified tour that are coming up next And uh, the Smart Tour going to Florence in a uh, time when Florence is kind of having a breakout under new ownership and trying to get some shows in and show that they are going to be a big player in big race events in the Carolinas racing market going forward. And the Smart Modified Tour, of course, is a tour that's uh, trying to do the same thing from the Uh, the tour side of things so um, i think this is a great time to have this event and the entry list very strong Uh, we've got jimmy wallace entered for that event tim brown has filed an entry we've got uh, gary putnam we've got zach brewer john smith uh kevin orlando actually uh coming uh in for this one and this will be i think his first time racing with the Smart Tour. He's uh, originally a Long Islander, now living down here uh, in the Carolinas. Uh, Andrew Hara, also uh, scheduled to race this show. Burt Myers, Tom Buzzy is on the entry list. I mean, it just goes on and on. Jamie the Jet Tomano coming down from Long Island. Jeremy Gerstner. You've got Jason Myers, Brian Lofton, James Savalli, all of them on the entry list. And I think we're going to be over 20 at Florence this weekend, the way it looks, hopefully. Um, And the weather looks great, which is even better. So the Smart Chevrolet 99 taking place at the Florence Motor Speedway in Florence, South Carolina this weekend. And that should be a whole lot of fun, um, thanks to Smart Chevrolet. Chevrolet for jumping on board as the presenting sponsor for this event and uh, look forward to seeing how that works out. And, and of course, next weekend, uh, the tour returns to Caraway for another 99 lap event. And um, we should have a good field for that one as well. And I think perhaps maybe there might be one more race In the month of November. But uh, no details on that have been passed to me yet. But that is the rumor I'm hearing. Is that maybe. There could be an additional race. In November for the tour. But more than likely. uh, There would be only one more race. If that race even comes off. Is what I'm being told. So we've got these two that we know of. There may be one more in November. And that would wrap things up. And uh, of course the tour. The tour. Um, trying to kind of get things uh, still organized and in line and um, and get prepared for a full season of action in 2021 and uh, a lot of big things being discussed for 21 and look forward to seeing some of those come to fruition so we can tell you all about them here on the podcast as uh, we go forward from week to week Um, and uh, that will wrap things up here we hope that if you're going to Florence, we hope you have a very safe and successful journey there and back and uh, hope it's a great race. Look forward to that Speed 51. Going to be carrying it live if you want to uh, watch the pay-per-view. I think it's uh, 9 dollars for just that show um, and uh, you can jump jump on and watch the race so uh should be a lot of fun look forward to uh wrapping things up from florence uh on the podcast next week and um keeping you up to date with what's going on not just with the smart modified tour but also the nascar wheel and modified tour where of course justin monsignor wrapped up the uh championship at thompson and uh We'll uh, have more coverage of uh, that as we go forward over the next few podcasts as well. But um, Smart Modifieds at Florence Motor Speedway this Saturday night, October 17th. And, of course, uh, follow Smart Modified Tour on Facebook and Florence Motor Speedway as well. And you can go to uh, Florence Motor Speedway's website for all the race information. And with everything that they're doing, uh, they've got, of course, a big weekend coming up in November as well. So um, we'll leave it there for this week. want to thank both Brandon Ward and John Holloman for taking the time to be on the podcast and look forward to seeing the Modifieds grow and return to prominence big time in 2021 and uh, these spring training shows that we're having, uh, or should I call it fall training, I guess, that we're having (laughs) in the fall this year, are uh, really kind of helping the guys to um, get things uh, sorted out and uh, figure out uh, how they uh, want to go forward for 2021 in terms of rules and things like that and organization, all of that. So a lot of that's still being done behind the scenes, and uh, it will take some time, but they'll get there and look forward to uh, keeping up with everything that goes on with the Smart Modified Tour in the next um, couple of months. So, until the next Mainly Modifieds podcast, I'm Tom Baker. Thanks for listening, and have a great racing weekend. So long. You've been listening to Mainly Modifieds, the show where ground pounders and northeast
0: speed freaks come to get their radio fix on. The show is available on demand by searching Race Chaser Radio on Apple Music, Spotify, Google Music, and most other major podcast platforms. Visit racechasermedia.com for more unique motorsports stories and radio content. And follow Race Chaser Media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.